If you have any questions or concerns about this week's episode, please call or text producer Dan at 778-288-9255. Start the party, Dan! Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Block Party. This is episode number 262. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And with us is a fantastic guest, a returning guest to the program. He is one third of the Evil Men podcast and a very funny stand-up comedian who just released his debut stand-up comedy album, Michael One Comedy Zero. Michael Balazzo is here. Hello, Hi, Michael. Mike. Hey, guys. How's it going? And immediately, first of all, thanks for having me. But I have to correct you, John. In fact... Oh, no. It's oh, not no. your debut this album. This is my second album. What's that called? You call it a... Oh. Uh, what's number two called? Uh, sophomore, sophomore album. Sophomore album. Yes. Yeah. I don't know English. Yeah, and they often they often talk about the sophomore slump. Yes. So uh, this album, how's, yeah. uh, how's that going so I'm far? I'm absolutely deep in the slump. This album is uh, a real... <laughs> Let down for fans. Uh, it's not at all what they were expecting. No, I actually think I actually think it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! That's awesome. Uh, that is my bad. I feel like um, I I did not look it up uh, beforehand, but I just for some reason I felt like I saw this week that you wrote when you were promoting it debut comedy album. That's my and that's on me. That's my B. It's it's your B. debut sophomore album. It is your first. It's my album. first second album, and maybe what you so maybe that's what point. John saw. Maybe John, you yeah. misread. Maybe you're thinking of my bio that says I get my debut album here in the bio, which I have to update for my oh, sophomore release. That is probably what it is. Yes, my get my sophomore album here. <laughs> I'm I'm slumping by Michael Balazzo. Get your slump on. Yes. Get your slump on. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool, man. Like, uh, tell tell us a little bit about the album. Did, did you record it recently? What's what's going on? I recorded on? it in June here in Toronto uh, at Comedy Bar uh-huh. over two nights, and uh, yeah, I tried to get it out as quickly as possible because the first time I did an album, I waited like eight months before I even listened back to the. Recordings because I was like all uptight, <laughs> like, what if it's no good? What if I don't like it? And then it took so long to come out. So, this one I wanted it uh, to come out much uh, faster. And uh, it's mostly the, th- I guess, the themes. It's called Michael One Comedy Zero because that's a, I end a bunch of jokes uh, with scores of me winning or losing. And um, if you want to hear uh, stories and jokes from a five foot eight man uh, who's complaining or talking about times he's been insulted <laughs> in public, this is the comedy album for you. Okay. Five wow. foot eight. Wow. That's I, I, crazy. So you're only about three inches taller than Stephanie. Come on. I'm five. I'm five nine. You know that, John. I'm famously five nine. I don't know how tall you are. Yes, I just you know do. you're short. I, oh I think I am five, five nine, nine, but I round down for comedic effect. And pe- my fans it's love f- it. Five eight is funnier than five yeah. nine, for sure. Yeah. Five nine sounds like I'm lying about it, mm-hmm. I think. And I'm not. Oh, interesting. Cool. Yeah. I think I know, like, I'm like people, five nine and a half, but that people sounds will say even worse. six feet as a lie for like five ten. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm six feet, but then when I say six feet, nobody believes that I'm six feet. Yeah. Even though I am, and we you have are. actually measured me on the you podcast are. I know you before. Are. Yeah. 
So six feet is kind of a lie for five ten. So you think five nine is a lie for like five six or five seven? I yeah, because five nine you're like, well, no one's gonna, no one's gonna like lie about being five foot nine. You know what I mean? Because it right. sounds, yeah, it still sounds quite I'm five bad. foot nine. Yeah, Dan, how tall are you again? I'm five six. Okay. Yeah. Are you five six, Dan? Yeah. Okay. Dan, you got a little bit more of like five two energy for me. Fuck is he's, that? He's not 5'2". <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to six, rattle six his energy when I beat your fucking ass. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a classic David Dan, versus Goliath. I, I do think I will beat you up, Dan. I think uh I think for sure I think I Dan would. would fight really, Dan would have like a knife or something on him, oh, I think. Dan, I mean, I fight like, dirty, so yeah. yeah. I think Dan would have a really good first 10 seconds of the fight, and then I like my chances after that. As long as I can survive the initial barrage, I think, I think Dan you're will be probably in high school, I so I could once I get you to the ground, you're I'll I'll okay. make you hurt, motherfucker. Dan, do you remember <laughs> when we played pickup basketball at John's well, bachelor party? <laughs> yeah, I'd have to be quick, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You got about 10 seconds, and if you don't beat me, if you don't uh, if you don't render me unconscious in the first 10 seconds, then it's going to be a problem. I had yeah. at least a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we played a game of pickup basketball at my stag, uh, Michael, and, and Dan had some moves, but he then he got he got out of breath very, very Well, but quickly. Dan was also like, I think you were playing with a drink in one hand and a cigarette in your mouth. Right, I that sounds right. Yeah, I was also yeah, wearing yeah. like Which a is... jacket and jeans and shit. <laughs> yes, not exactly yeah, Michael sure. Jordan here. No, <laughs> no, that's cool though. That's like seventies vibes. Like athletes in the seventies, you always see them like in the middle of a hockey game or a baseball game, just smoking a cigarette or drinking a beer or something. Yeah, but then also the thing with that is like you're like, oh yeah, like Gordy Howe, you know, like he's he's like smoking a cigar or whatever during the game. But then you also look at him and he's like. Just like built like a brick shit house. Oh and like, yeah, his just forearms like, are like bigger so, than my neck. He's just so <laughs> thick and like tall. Yeah, so like you know, Dan is not quite at Gordy Howe level just yet. I don't think, but he's getting That's there. Fair I think. to say, yeah. yeah, I think Dan would be pretty tough in the corners. I'm pretty sure he'd be dirty in the corners for well, sure. I'm dirty everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys watching today? We're recording. Not only are we celebrating my yeah. album, but today is the day of the Grey Cup. Are you guys excited? That's right. Oh, very very yes. Canadian day. It's Winnipeg and is it Toronto? Uh, Montreal. No, Montreal. And okay. Toronto had one of the best seasons ever yeah. and then lost the semifinal to Montreal. Right. I know BC lost to Winnipeg in the, in the semis as well. Um, I, I, I have been to two Grey Cups uh, when they were in Vancouver. Actually, wait, maybe three, actually. Really? Um, yeah, because, I mean, the the tickets aren't like crazy expensive for like... <laughs> you know the canadian version of the super bowl but right. it, it is fun I, i'm trying to remember the halftime shows that i saw okay the first one was in like 2005 or something and it was the black eyed peas right. did they and this was in, did they sing their their now deleted hit song well i think they sang the updated version of it i want to say well it might have even been before that this might have been like <laughs> where is the love era black eyed peas because right. it was like the gray cup right so no i feel like it was i feel like it was let's get our uh, maybe era maybe of, it was uh, but i just remember this was <laughs> this was at bc place <laughs> let me see black eyed peas gray cup yeah see when it was it was oh four oh five i want to so, say let's get gray but it was cup bc did. place <laughs> they played uh they played pump it okay uh don't funk with my heart yeah 
my humps. Mm. Okay, so it would have been around that. And yeah. and let's get it started. But they but it was let's get it started. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they, they didn't they didn't do the they didn't do the, the R. <laughs> sure I wonder if they had word. to have a meeting I, with CFL officials about like, so which version of the song are you gonna do? <laughs> it was it was really quite bad, I will say. Some because, of these Grey Cup halftime shows oh, are crazy. Well, well the, so, so, so go ahead, Stefan. The thing with the Black Eyed Peas was that this was BC Place before it was renovated. And right. Michael, I don't know if you ever went to BC Place or were aw- you're aware of what it looked like before the renovations? No. But it was like a big it was one of those classic big like puffy like marshmallow it was like an inflatable dome. Yeah. Was like, it built it was, for like yeah. Expo 86 or something or no? Uh, I think it was built around okay. there. Yeah, sure. I think it was built for that. I think um, that's right. And because it was like before they renovated it, and I mean even since, it's like a huge hunk of shit, and it <laughs> yeah, sucks. It's a big, it's a big concrete. It, it's like sky. It's like Sky Dome if Sky Dome was much worse. Yeah, but the, so the pre so before because now it has a roof that can open at least, and like yeah. when the roof is open, it is it's pretty nice. I feel like it's not bad, yeah. you know. But before that, it was awful because it would get so like in the summer especially it would get so fucking hot in there it would just be like a swamp because you, you just have this big fucking i don't know vinyl roof or whatever the hell it was and i will say possibly the worst acoustic setup imaginable yeah because they're just like on the field in this huge cavern and it every the audio is just like bouncing off like the marshmallow ceiling or whatever and it was so brutal and i was there with my dad and my like 80 year old grandpa from kitchener ontario and i will say i i think i he's he has since passed but i think i can speak for him when i when i say he was not a huge fan of the black eyed peas <laughs> were you like grandpa it's the acoustics trust me this is a yeah, great yeah. band yeah, i love this band this band is so sick yeah but then i saw uh, Nick, so nickelback played in i want to say 2010 or 2011 Oh, I'm just looking at some of the old ones like the the so uh, first of all, I will say, uh, Michael, you're correct. Expo 86 was why BC Place was built. Yeah. But one thing that really blows me away, the Grey Cup halftime in 2003, they got Brian Adams, but then for some reason also had Sam Roberts. It's like you got oh. Brian Adams already. Why? But that was Sam Roberts. Why are you adding that was, like a mediocre Canadian? That was Sam guy? Roberts at his peak. That was yeah. But even still. don't walk away, Eileen. Sam Roberts. You know. <laughs> yeah, it was where he played. Where have all the good people gone? Yeah. And Brian Adams played. Can't stop this thing we started in summer of '69. Of course, yeah. Oh, Shania Brian Twain Adams. played it, which is sick too. Yeah. Um, Brian Adams didn't play his song from the album "18 Till I Die" called "I Want to Be" brackets your underwear. Close brackets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is that a real? That's a real Brian Adams song. I want to be your underwear. Okay, I'm I just want to be really close to your vagina if I, I could. The lyrics be, read like great. it's like a pervert in, in the dark, just like <laughs> like texting a stranger that he wants to be her underwear. Oh, it's, this uh, is from 1996. Oh my god! Oh yeah, 1996. I want to yeah. be your t-shirt when it's wet. I want to be the shower when you sweat. I got to be the tattoo on your skin. You let me be your bed, baby, when you climb in. Yeah, I want to be the sheets when you sleep. Let me be the secrets that you keep. I got to be the s- spoon to still your cream. I want to be the one that really makes you scream. Yeah, now I want to be your lipstick when you lick it. I want to be your high heels, ah, when you kick it. I want to be sweet love, babe, yeah, when you make it. From your feet up to your hair, more than anything, I swear. I want to be your underwear, ah. Oh, God, it gets so much. Oh, my God. 
how does it get worse? Well, I like I'll, that they, you're not going to guess what he says next, John. They I, definitely were going for, he originally wrote like, I'm going to make you cream. And then they were like, no, 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 can't go that far. <laughs> well, Gotta say, putting on skin no, cream, I'll he, make you scream. No, because he was. does go, I, okay, I, I, I want, Here's oh Brian. yeah, I want let me just, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to be the itch that you scratch. Want to be your chair when you relax. I got to be your razor when you shave. Want to be uh, the habit that really makes you crave. I want to. I want to sh- shave your pussy with my mouth. I think is what he said. I don't know. This this song is just about face sitting. That's what I want to unload all over your face. <laughs> I want to be your hot tub when you dip in. I want to be your bathrobe uh, when you drip in. Oh my god. Oh, I want to be god. your coffee baby. Yeah, when you sip in. I just want to be right there more than anything, I swear. I want to be your underwear. Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's his you horniest song. Mean. It's re- okay. <sighs> yeah, I want to be your sleeping bag, baby slip inside. I'm just going to read the whole thing. We're almost done here. Let me be your motorcycle, <laughs> take you for a ride. All right. See what I'm saying. Yeah, I want to be your hot sauce. Yeah, when you're cooking. I want to be your sunglasses. Hey, good looking. I want to be, I want to be the one. Yeah, you sticky hook in. I just want to be right there more than anything, I swear. Oh, yeah, I want to be your underwear. That is fucking crazy. I want oh you to use God. my hand to wipe your butt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's shit. really, uh, that's cool. Yeah. That song's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm always, I'm always kind of saying that. I'm always sort of like, baby, let me. I was never a big Brian Adams baby. fan, but, but I am now. I mean, this is. The uh, oh the Grey Cup halftime show in 08 featured Theory of a Dead Man, which makes me in laugh 2008. A lot. In 2008, yeah, and then they wow. it was in Montreal. So then they also had a French guy sing Andre <laughs> Waters, who I've never heard of. In okay. My life. And oh. then uh, the other good one is like last year. I genuinely do not know who any of these people are. I'm okay. guessing they're country guys. Yeah, uh, but we we got Tyler Hubbard, oh, Jordan yeah. Davis, and Josh Ross. I don't know who the fuck okay. those people did you see? Are. Okay. Did you see the first halftime show, guys. by the Apparently, way? Apparently, Tyler Hubbard is the Florida Georgia line guy. Okay. Did you see? So until 1989, the Grey Cup halftime performance, if one occurred, was usually a marching band. That's the, was the same with the Super Bowl. I yeah, the Super Bowl started in the eighties. I want to say, but like yeah, it was, Gloria Estefan, I think yeah. was the first uh, artist. The first the, like, like proper artist. The first like halftime show that wasn't a marching band was at BC Place in 1990, and it was a bunch of folk dance groups. <laughs> well, this the year, Lada Serradia Serbian folk dance group. Yeah, and they then, really <laughs> popped. Up, they really popped off. They got all the fans going. Ewan's, oh, Ewan's Institute of Taekwondo, like. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go to the gray. That's such a Canadian thing right there is I go to the gray cup and the halftime show is a Taekwondo demonstration. They've had like they have, you know, the guess who performed, like you said, Shania Twain. Oh, they've had good ones. And recently yeah, they've definitely hip. put more money into it. Like yeah. they definitely had Keith yeah. Urban, Shania yeah. in 2017, Justin Bieber, Alessia yeah. Cara. Like they've had some bigger ones. You know who it is uh, this year, right? It's punk oh, as yeah, hell. Baby. It's gone yeah. totally punk rock. Yeah. Who is it? Can I say? Go ahead. Yeah, you say it. Billy Joe, Mike Durnt, and Trey Cool, a.k.a. Green Day Band. <laughs> Green wow. Day Band. Green Day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, as Stefan would say, oh Green Day. Oh, my God. I just, by the way, did you <laughs> see, John, can you, the set list from last year. Yeah. Can you please read one of the songs on there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the songs is called Five Foot Nine. <laughs> 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 five foot nine by tyler what hubbard the fuck? 
Oh, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, oh, boy. oh, oh, but it's apparently, oh, this sucks. I'm reading the Wikipedia now. It says, uh, According to him, the three writers originally did not have any concepts in mind until Johnston began playing a guitar riff, which is, I assume, how songs generally work. Yeah. You guys want to write some songs? I got no ideas. (laughs) And then one guy's like, I don't know. I'll start playing a guitar. We'll just see what happens. And then the three decided to make a list of things they considered good, such as dry wood makes good fires. They then added the line, God makes five foot nine brown eyes in a sundress, which was inspired by Hubbard's wife, Haley. Her actual height is five foot ten, but Hubbard decided to keep it as is because it rhymes well with the other lines. <laughs> what a de- what a deep thinker right there. <laughs> hey, guys, let's make a list of things we like. <laughs> <laughs> dry wood for a fire or whatever it was uh this is here are the some of the lyrics we've got uh jack makes good whiskey yeah red dirt makes good riding roads country makes good music <laughs> how is that a line for kicking up dust in a taillight glow dry wood makes good fires good years make good swings all that's all good but for me and then it's God makes five foot nine brown eyes in a sundress. Love t- loves Tim McGraw and a small town accent. Ain't no way that me and this truck made her fall in love. Jack makes good whiskey, but God makes the good stuff. Oh. What? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Country music fucking reeks. It's really I, bad. I, I really don't get how well, people the new love. Stu- yeah, I mean, like it's, pop country. Yeah, I mean. it's so brutal, man. God damn, that sucks. Uh, it just is like everything that you make fun of country music about. They're just over there still legitimately just doing yeah. it all the time. Just, they're never like, oh, people kind of always make fun of the truck thing. Maybe we should stop bringing up our trucks. Green, Green Day has a new album, right? Is that? I think, yeah, they're promoting they, a new album. Yeah. It's yeah. called Five Foot Six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous that this, this, the whole Grey Cup and CFL there might be like a punk rock riot or they might disrespect the RCMP when they bring out the great cup. They might spit on them and stuff. What's um? that would be so funny if green day actually tipped the balance of great cup fans. <laughs> the is RCMP it, it in, carrying the cup out and everybody's fuck the police. It's in Toronto, right? No, Hamilton. Is it? Uh, it is in Toronto. Or oh, Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, okay. So Green wow. Day are staying okay. at a Hamilton hotel tonight, or or maybe flying out That's... immediately after they finish. I feel like maybe they're not staying. <laughs> Probably yeah. flying out immediately. <laughs> I would say, yeah. Uh, yeah. I do like the the new single. They're trying to kind of do the American idiot thing again, and the new single is called "The American Dream Is Killing Me." Oh, so it's you know I I do you know Green Day with some some poignant sort of commentary on on society, which I think I think is needed nowadays. You know. Um, I saw yesterday there was a betting site and you could bet on what song they're going to play first. <laughs> oh, Green Day. You guys want to guess what the best odds are? I'm gonna, yeah. Um, I feel like Boulevard of Broken Dreams they might close with. I could see. That or, was in the odds, but it was not the top odds. Yeah. I'm going to guess they're going to open with Welcome to Paradise. Yeah, because they're in Hamilton, Ontario. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think they're gonna um, play. They're gonna play the hidden track at the end of Dookie. <laughs> <laughs> I was all by myself. I think probably Basket when Case. When no right? one was looking, Basket Case is probably best odds. I was thinking of you. No, Basket Case was not best odds. Wow. Um. I mean, I guess it could be American Idiot. 
That is the best odds. Okay. Yes. Were they plus one hundred? Win people over. Do you think they'll okay. change the lyrics? Plus one hundred was American idiot. Oh, to do then, Canadian idiot, maybe. Yeah. Oh, don't want to be a can. I mean, going to the Grey Cup in Hamilton, you probably are. A if, Canadian here's a question: idiot. If, if they change the if they change the lyrics to Canadian idiot, would that bet pay off? Oh, good question. I don't know. Let me. I'll get you the exact odds here. I just I saw it earlier. Oh, but see the football started, so now they're just fucking tweeting every four seconds about <laughs> Sunday football. We're recording this a week before this episode comes out. We understand the Grey Cup is well over now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hold on. Let me look this up here. From uh, it was. I know that <clears throat> you could get other for plus four twenty, and that kind of felt like a decent. That kind of felt like a decent. Well, what were bet. the other song options? Okay, so you got American Idiot plus one ten. Okay. Basket Case plus one thirty five. Okay. Other plus four twenty five. <laughs> Boulevard of Broken Dreams plus five hundred. That's, that's the closer to me. I think. Good Riddance plus seven hundred. Wake Me Up When September Ends plus seven fifty. I don't think that's getting played at all. Yeah, like I, I. I mean, if they opened with time of your life, that would be extremely funny. <laughs> I, no, they got to open with... So American Idiot is like, makes sense as an opener, I think, because it does kind of just like the way it starts out too, right? They're going to want to start with a bang, you know? Yeah. Don't want to be an American other, Idiot. Other is not a bad bet because like, I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't open with a new song. They're going to play a new song, obviously, I yeah. think, but maybe yeah. in the middle, probably. What if they get yeah. confused um, and they accidentally play a Blink-182 song? <laughs> I think that would count as other, probably. All the small things. Yeah. Uh, they start playing it. Oh, sh- I cashed my bet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm a millionaire. Green Day's like, oh shit. Oh <laughs> fuck. Green Day's, they get halfway through the song and they're just like, oh, oh fuck. Guys. This isn't one of ours. This isn't our song. <laughs> what? Oh, we're so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's cool. Green Day's, Green Day's still kind of cool, I guess. I think I think Grey Cup as a um, as a Canadian education bonus episode would be good because I don't think we've done that, have we? Well, we've done the CFL. We've done just the CFL just in like general, but I think Grey Cup specifically might be good because there's been some crazy stuff to happen in various Grey Cups. You know, true, true. Some of the like snowball Grey Cups. Well, and or stuff. the the one where the Rough Riders lost because they had the extra man on the field. Yeah, that was definitely <laughs> sick. Yeah, sick this is very hell. funny. That just happened in the NFL uh, th- this past week. The, oh, with um, the, the Broncos winning, right? Against yes, the Broncos winning against um, against like uh, a good Buffalo. team. Yeah, Buffalo. Well, yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The kicker missed the kick, and they had twelve men on the field. <laughs> yeah, so then they got to re-kick it. Exactly the same thing that happened to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So. We used to, my favorite CFL thing that ever happened to me Mm -hmm. was I used to work at Safeway uh, in White Rock, BC, which is where a lot of the BC Lions uh, lived because they would practice in Surrey. So they were only like 20 minutes away from the practice facility. And it's a nice like suburb. And Dave Dickinson at the time was the quarterback of the BC Lions. And he always used to shop in our store and he would he was so concerned that people would bother him while he was shopping <laughs> as the quarterback of the BC Lions that every single time he came into the store, he was on his phone the entire time he was shopping. And it wasn't like, hey, I'm popping in to grab a couple items. It was like, I am doing the full shop for my family with a buggy. I am in the store for 45 minutes. And he and this was before AirBuds. So he would be like, like he would on, have his have phone, like on, phone up to his ear, yeah. pushing the buggy with the other hand. So no one See, he's also just such a, before the film AirBud. <laughs> <laughs> he's just such like a nondescript looking guy as well, too. Right? Totally. Like he's just like this. Like, you know, I, I think he was like 
was it Montana? I want to say he played uh, college football and he was really oh, good. And maybe. he was like good in the CFL, but he's just oh, like, yeah, he's a good quarterback, just like a, but just like an average looking, like he doesn't, if even if you don't know the CFL, you wouldn't look at this guy and be like, oh, this guy's like a pro athlete. You know, no. he did go to Montana. That's insane that you know that. I'm, I remember specific because that's when I had, we had season tickets for a couple of years. To the right. Lions. And, and he's and, from Montana as well. Yeah. And I mean, Dickinson was really good. G. Roy Simon, you know, BC Lions legend. But I remember um, the thing I remember the most about having Lions season tickets was that there were two full patch Hells Angels sitting directly in front of us, <laughs> um, which was which is great because CFL games, especially back in like the, the mid 2000s, there were a lot of fights happening. But there weren't any fights happening in our section at all, which was which was great because you could you get to watch them from a bit further away. But in our section, it was like, no, there's two full patch Hell's Angels in the middle of the section. Let's uh, wow. let's take it easy. Is that like? I think I'm going to join the Hell's Angels. Oh, we could do that. Yeah, it'd be if, sick. Can yeah. you apply online? Do they have like a form you fill in to sort of? Yeah, they I must. They, they right? They to, must yeah. have a website well, it's, now. Yeah, it's 2023, right? Yeah, it must be pretty streamlined. Yeah. Uh, I've told the story about playing hockey with the Hell's Angels. I'm sure on the show before. I don't know if you have. Are you serious? I must have. This <laughs> maybe, is like one of my maybe best. On real this is like show, one of my best stories ever. I maybe my buddy, if you did it was a while ago. But let's hear. My it. buddy played. My buddy played for uh, a hockey team, and he was like, "Hey, you know." And he would tell me, "He's like, yeah, there's like quite a few Hell's Angels on the team." And I was like, uh, "Fine, okay." <laughs> and then one week, he's like, "Hey, you want to? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to say to that?" Yeah, like, yeah that's okay, cool. Okay, okay cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is because like you were joining the team, or no? He just wanted me to spare, so okay. he was just like, "Oh, you want to come out and like spare for this team?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." And he's like, "Yeah." So these are all like kind of HA guys or whatever. But he's like, "But don't worry, they're like chill. You know, it's fine. They won't murder uh, you. Yeah, they won't murder you. You're on our team, so yeah. they won't kill you. They yeah. might kill the other team, but you're you're fine." So then I go and and it was like you go in the dressing room because I'm all and I'm like I'm probably twenty two or 23 like I'm just a little skinny nervous wimp so I'm like all I've got my back all up like this is gonna be oh you know there's gonna be these guys and it's gonna be so crazy and uh it was totally normal like you just go in the dressing room and it was just like totally normal guys like if you if he didn't tell me they were HA guys I would have had no idea until the captain of the team comes late and uh, and he's kind of a little bit of a rougher looking gentleman. <laughs> and uh, he he takes his shirt off in the dressing room and his back. He has a full back tattoo of a hell's angel escaping from prison. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have not told us this. Oh, yeah, oh, I've heard it was this like, before. He, yeah, I, he's like, I can't. He had some tattoo on his stomach, like a like a H.A. tattoo. I think it just said Hell's Angels on yeah, his stomach, like but then, yeah, on his back. Yeah. Full back piece. And it was just like it was like uh, the the tattoo was you, so you could see like the prison guard. <laughs> and I think he had kind of like a shocked look on his face. And then this, the prison door was open and you could see the back of the guy in the prison and it was a Hell's Angels vest and he was like holding the keys That's in his hand. That's such a complicated like tattoo. Behind. Oh yeah, it was crazy. And I'm just sitting there like, okay. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the game ended and then obviously, you know, you have beers after the Did you the guys game. win? Oh yeah. That was the other funny thing too good? is the other, like, the other team. Oh yeah, they were good. They were yeah. in the top div. Yeah. And uh, the other team had a rent a goalie. 
Uh, which uh, if you're not Canadian, uh, it, you know, it's, it can be hard to find a goalie to spare for you in hockey. So there is this entire business that's just like owned by a guy and it's called rent a goalie and you can go online or you can call them and you pay like 50 bucks and then they give that whatever percentage of that to the goalie yeah. and the goalie just comes out. Cause and having plays pads for your team. and shit is like expensive oh, yeah, it's, and like, it's, and it's hard. It's just hard to find goalies. Yeah. So so you have to be yeah. fucking insane to be a goalie. <clears throat> exactly. So they had a rent a goalie. And the thing is, when you rent a goalie, like sometimes they're really good and other times they're really, really <laughs> bad. And this was the top division and the other goalie was fucking horrible. And I, th- I think we won 18 to one. Oh my uh, God. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> but then you go in the dressing room after the game and yeah, you go to have some, you know, you have some beers with the guys or whatever. And I guess that that guy who was like the captain of the team was sober so they the rule was whoever was bringing the beers had to bring him a gatorade because he was sober and then the game ends and we've won 18 to 1 like this is like a you know should be a happy time cooler gets opened the gatorade is not there and he is not happy (laughs) and the guy who brought the beer was like oh fuck i forgot your gatorade runs out of the dressing room in full gear still to go to a vending machine to buy this guy a gatorade and then comes back with the gatorade and it was like okay i'm gonna go see you guys Was that guy's body found the next day, like in a ditch somewhere? Uh, well, strange enough, like about a year later, the Vancouver Sun did a huge expose on the Hells Angels, and he was a very prominent figure in that article. And I do believe he is dead now, uh, but I'm not. But 100% nat- natural causes, or <laughs> yeah, naturally, I he guess was maybe for, maybe Hells Angels natural causes is a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my god, so, that yeah. tattoo! I, I don't wish... think I can get in trouble for talking about this on here. I don't think. I think it's okay, right? I think it's yeah. You think a Hells Angel gonna... is going to kill you for this? I don't think so, but maybe. Hey, if any Hells Angels are listening to this, we think you guys are cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that's your cover. in the biz. Yeah, <laughs> keep up, keep up the good work, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, that's my uh, that's my big that's really my good. big hockey story. Have you yeah. guys ever played like sports with a freak, like uh, or not a freak, but just like a weird I, kind of? I, like... I would say like the this. Uh, it was like in, very intimidating as a kid was because I played a lot of soccer as a kid, and we got like we were like relatively high level, not like metro, but like right below that, I think. And like the team that always scared the shit out of us, there was a team from I think from Burnaby. And it was all Serbian guys. And <laughs> they were all like, we were like 12 years old and these guys were all like shaving and they all looked like they were like 20 years old, <laughs> like shaving before the game. Yeah. They bring the, like, and they, to they, were, you. they were so, it was like, it, like the games were close, but like they were just so much bigger than us. And it was just like, it was always so scary playing the Serbian team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I you you guys might be shocked because you you can see what I look like and you hear what my voice sounds like. Um, I'm not not a huge sports guy, so I don't I have oh, okay. a real story okay. about playing with a psycho. But I will say I do go to a gym, and I consider this to be psychotic behavior. There's always when I go in, there's like all of the lockers are empty, and I'll put my lock on one locker, and when I come back later, all of the lockers are empty except two people have come in and used the lockers exactly that's right crazy that's like using a urinal and- right next to someone when there's a bunch of empty urinals 
And it's always like three guys like changing right beside each other. And I get so mad. And I, I do say some sarcastic things to the guys. I'm like, oh, it's good you use the, <laughs> use the locker. Like the only one being used, isn't it? <laughs> Are they old guys? Because that seems like old guy behavior. Sort of people of all ages. Okay. Okay. I guess yeah. if you're in the gym changing room, you can see how big they are before you decide uh, like <laughs> whether to be. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for putting your uh, lock on the locker right next to mine when there's all this space around here. Now we get to be awkwardly taking our clothes off right beside each other. It's good. Well, I did. I had a weird change room thing not that long ago where we, Becca and I, for our wedding, we were given a um, gift card to Scandinav Spa in Whistler, which, um, you know, if you don't know did what that is. Did we get you that? Was that the, the league? Who got <clears throat> yeah, you that? the SBBHL yeah, yeah, guys okay. uh, gave us a gift card to there. So before you're, you're we moved welcome. to Calgary. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that, Stefan. But, so before we moved to Calgary... We were like, oh, we got to go use this. And we have been before. What it is, is it's like it's like a Nordic spa. So you do sort of like the cold pool, hot, the cold plunge, hot tub kind of thing. It's in a very um, idyllic location just outside of Whistler. It overlooks all the mountains. It's like in the middle of the forest. And you have to be completely silent when you're there. And you can get massages and stuff like that. It's really cool. Um, and so we had been a couple times before. And then we went this time. And I remember a few times I would go before... And they have beautiful bathrooms in there as well, obviously. Like, you know, you get changed, you have a shower before you go in, whatever. And there's all these signs in the bathroom that say no shaving. And I'm like, who the fuck is shaving (laughs) at the Scandinav spot? Like, who goes to, like, a day spa and brings their razor? And then I shit you not, this time that we went to the Scandinav spa, there was a dude in there shaving. And I was like, what is going <laughs> you on see in the your sign? life? Yeah. Well, first of all, yeah, there's a million signs. Second of all, why? Why yeah. would you be shaving at the spa? Shaving in public you... is, in, that's fucking crazy. Just shave at home. You don't, it's what are, crazy. are you in that much of a rush? That you need? Yeah, this guy that's... sounds like a badass. Was he a hell's angel? <laughs> <laughs> he did have a full back tattoo. Uh, I think he was sponsored by Gillette uh, okay. based on the uh, tattoo that he had, it seemed like. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it would, it, it like actually blew my mind. I couldn't believe like, what is a reason you would ever shave in public? You would think I got, uh, this is my only chance. That's really quite strange. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, (laughs) he was nuts. I saw a guy, I work in an office during the day right now and I went into the the bathroom on the floor and went to the bathroom on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) There was a guy who was washing his hands and then in the sink, and then he just like pulled his hands and then started drinking water out of the tap oh, in the bathroom. Jesus oh, Christ. No. I was oh, like, ooh. surely your office has like a water cooler or you can get a glass of water. <laughs> Dan is Dan is almost puking, but I think it's it just might just water, be yeah. it's just the concept of drinking water. It's not yeah. that it's the bathroom sink or anything. So Oh my god! I'm I'm looking forward to because I'm I'm flying tonight, right? And I'm I am looking forward like the experience of going into an airport bathroom is always so crazy to me because there's mm. just all types of people in there, right? Like they're I, I and Stefan yeah. hates that he prefers when it's all of one type that, that's of right, person John, yeah. in there. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, there's just people who yeah, you'll go in and, and there are people who are like, well, I have you know a long flight coming up or I've just got a, yeah. There's there's definitely people shaving in airport bathrooms, you know, brushing their that teeth. That I can understand a little bit. Like it's if still you have, like, yeah. well, 
I only would say this because I, I know I've brought this up before, but I had a high school teacher who by the end of the day would have a beard. Okay. Yeah. Like he would shave every morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, if you had him last period of the day, yeah. it, it wasn't a five o'clock shadow. He like had a beard. Yeah. I remember on parent teacher interview nights, he would have to shave at the school because his beard would be back enough that he would like shave it before parent teacher interviews. Yeah. So like I can sort of see that you're flying for like a, a business meeting and maybe you have a freakishly uh, a freakish beard growing thing or whatever. I yeah. don't look. I'm not saying I love it. I'm just <laughs> saying the airport sort of makes sense sure. in a way that the Scandinav spa does not make sense. Right. Yeah. I've yeah. brushed my teeth in airports. I've, you know, done my, you know, comb my hair. I've taken a lot of dumps at Gatwick Airport this year because my girlfriend lives in uh, in London, so I'm always flying into Gatwick. And uh, right, shout out to the toilets in Gatwick. Um, <laughs> they've served me well. Are they are they nice, or are they just kind of like they get the job done? I wouldn't say so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because Gatwick's like the shit airport, right? Real, it's like he throws the nice one and Gatwick sucks. Yeah. The Heathrow toilets are impeccable. They're the best in you know best in the world. Gatwick yeah. ones not so much, but yeah. uh, they I'd serve say YVR, a purpose. Vancouver airports bathrooms not bad. I think pretty overall okay. like we're pretty spoiled. The Vancouver airport is a nice airport. I would say. I agree. I'm, I'm is flying it into the it's. It, uh, no, but they're just like updating it all the time. Yeah, they it frequently redid, uh, wins airport like best airport awards. It, it, it is an airport where I I kind of take it for granted. But when you fly into it and you're and you're like you're going through um, customs or whatever, it's very nice because you're going down this escalator. There's like a waterfall. There's all these like statues, oh, and native it, sculptures. It's, it's really quite. It is quite nice. Um, they have the big aquarium in the international section, so I should see that tonight. I think, which is. I'm looking forward to, but I am excited to go maybe see what the Sydney airport is like. I imagine that's probably quite a nice airport too. So we'll, we'll I guess we'll, see. I guess we'll right. see. You'll have to we'll report find out. back. Yeah, it's, a, it's a fucking, it's a 16 hour flight. I was going to um, say, are you a little nervous about this? What's, what's your game plan for the, for the so long flight? I'm going to try to get some sort of like sleeping medicine. I just don't know. I, I never take sleeping pills on flights and I'm, so I don't know what to take. So I'm trying to figure that out. I leave tonight, like late tonight. It's, it's like a red eye. Um, and take uh, Ambien, right? Isn't that the thing that people is, take? Isn't that the one that makes you go fucking crazy, though? Yeah, too? exactly. Yeah, oh, okay. I want, I want you to go viral, go viral crazy. <laughs> See, like plane. I've seen like a demon on the plane, and I'm like, I've almost back never at seen you get legitimately angry. So I'd yeah. like to see you just kind of lose your mind a little no, bit. No, because the problem for me is I, I do have trouble sleeping on planes, but I think because it's just such a long flight, it'll just happen, and I'm leaving at yeah. like at night. But also. I'm going to be bringing my Steam Deck and my Switch and a book. So, like, I've got, like, don't don't say what the <laughs> fuck to that, Dan. Steam Deck and my Switch. Well, yeah, because then I can play. one. No, but I have, I don't have, like, Zelda and, like, Mario on, you know, like, I don't have. Come well, on, Well, you Dan. can. Put it on the Switch. I know, or but I don't have the, the I don't Steam Deck. Ha I don't have the Switch emulator on, on the Steam Deck. I mean, maybe uh, I should. Are you allowed yeah. to bring a book to Australia? <laughs> I know. I think they'll take it at, at customs, but I can have it on the plane. I'm pretty sure. What's this? <laughs> <Croy>. What's this? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, but we get in. We get in like early in the morning, and luckily, but our, like on Tuesday, right? on Tuesday morning Australia time. Luckily, our our uh, I'm, and we're staying with um friend of the show Libby Watson, and she gets in like Who? three. You know Libby? No, you know. Come I on. don't recall. Okay. Libby? Anyway. Um, they get in like three hours early and the Airbnb host has very kindly allowed us to like check in and like right away instead of at like 3 PM. So that's good. We can go drop all our stuff off there, but I'm just going to be 
like going to when I went to Taiwan, that was like 11 hours and that was insane. Right. And we did the thing where we got in in the morning and just like stayed up the whole day to kind of adjust a bit more. And this is just going to be I don't know. We get in at like nine. You're going to be in hell. It's going to be when is the wedding? Insane. Is it like four days after <laughs> the wedding like on is, the is on the Saturday? So that should be enough time, I think. But we'll mm. see. It's going to be. Yeah. Well, thank God if you're going to a wedding, you brought both your switch and your steam deck. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, through that long the thing, ceremony. The other thing we realize is that uh, peep this out. will be doing his Friday night live stream during their wedding. So I'm going to oh, have that on the God. phone, I think, and oh. kind of update them on, on what's <laughs> happening. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They Speaking know. Of they already know. I'm giving a speech at the wedding, too. So You are? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they really just aren't taking this wedding seriously at all. Uh, no, I think they don't realize the mistakes that they've... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'll do a pretty good job. Uh, I mean, I guess so. I just like, who you know, who it's a cares three, about It's a three-minute time limit on speeches. Oh, so. three-minute. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thank. That's amazing. Which is good because I, I've definitely... Have you guys ever been to a wedding where like there's oh, yeah. clearly someone who like didn't even write their speech and they're just like, I'm just going to wing it up yeah. there. I went to one where yes. uh, one of the parents... I, I shit you not. It was like 30 minutes of just off the cuff like riffing and it was like so insane. Well, I know I, I, I know I've talked about this before, so I'll keep it brief, but mm-hmm. I did go to a wedding where I was the MC at my one of my good friend's weddings, and he said to everybody, the speeches are three minute cap. Yeah. And uh he specifically more like, no, more like no cap in this case. Well, definitely. He specifically <laughs> said, John, you gotta rein in my mom. Like you gotta make sure like the three minutes, she's sticking to the three minutes. And I'm like, buddy, I'm not gonna, you know, do Tackle that. His and, mom. <laughs> yeah and he's like no you because you know my mom she's gonna go off and i'm like okay well <laughs> i guess we'll just see and she was like a single mom that raised him so she's like talking about this and crying and everybody's crying she's getting to like seven minutes my buddy is crying while also looking at me giving the like throat <laughs> slash motion like dude get, cut her off and i'm like i'm not gonna get up there and cut off your mom i'm sorry but yeah i think she went like 11 she went like a full 11 and uh it, and it was notable it, the, the thing is it becomes notable when there is a clear time limit because yeah. everybody else was like three bang 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 and then his mom was like i'm go- i'm going that was exactly <laughs> at, at this one as well everyone else staying under the five minute timeline or whatever it was and then the one guy just going fucking crazy oh and just to the point Wild. where everyone in the at, at the wedding is like looking at each other like or on their phone or it was just like <laughs> so bad anyway uh, speaking of looking at our phones let's move on to our social media updates that was good that what was all time Michael, we always like to start with the guest. What is going on on your social media? Well, it's it's been quiet lately. I don't know about you guys because uh, Twitter seems X is like uh, almost like an abandoned, like a ghost town these days with only just some uh, neo-Nazis on there and uh, crypto guys. But um, I recently had a small viral tweet. I just sent it in the in the chat there about Benny Hill that uh, really took me by surprise. And um, 
I'm a member of a Benny Hill Facebook page called like <laughs> Benny Hill TV Classics or something, and it's just people post <laughs> clips of Benny Hill sketches, and all all these people from England go like, "This was back in the days when you could say jokes without the PC brigade, you know, breathing down your neck." And like, this is before immigration ruined TV or something like that. <laughs> anyway, oh my god! Because <laughs> people celebrating Benny Hill and also taking you know time to be racist. Yeah. But um, this was a a post that caught my eye. And it says, it has two pictures of Benny Hill. One, he's in bed asleep. One, he's wide awake. And it says, did you know, legendary comedian Benny Hill would fall asleep on set while filming scenes in a bedroom. But, like many of us, would struggle to fall asleep at night when it mattered. It's like barely qualifies as a fact. <laughs> and also, how do you even know that? Yeah. What is the, is this like Benny Hill lore that he like had insomnia or something like that? Yeah. But I, um... I did like Benny Hill as a kid, and I, I do like monitoring this Benny Hill page because it's insane. But also, in my personal life, um, where my girlfriend lives is like one hour, I realized, from the, uh, Benny Hill's grave. And every time I'm over, I'm like, you, this time you have to take me to see Benny Hill's grave. And she always refuses. And it's becoming a bit of a, uh, a sore spot in our relationship. Oh, a bit of a bugaboo. Wow. Yes. Well. Something's uh, got to give. I think we should... I think what we can do, because we often will try to help people on the show, like if they're blocked by someone they respect or, you know, we'll try to help them get unblocked. I think we'll just mm. have to get Suze on the show and we will just uh, pressure. Uh, we'll just pressure her to take you to Benny Hill's yeah. grave. Help help Michael uh, dig up Benny Hill's grave. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I would love it. Yes, I would love for you two and three even to give her a stern talking to. We can do that. Tell Suze sure. what's what. Yeah. Does, does she? But it'd be fun. Does she like what's her issue? Like, does she not? Does she just n really not want to go? Or what is the like? Why do you think there's such a block here? I think the way she puts it, it's a hassle to go an hour and a bit just to see <laughs> a cemetery, uh, probably on like a day where it's raining or something when we have other stuff to do. But, um, I think it's really important, and our entire relationship is hinging on this. I want to. <laughs> Have a picnic, have my picture taken on his grave. I want to have a moment alone. Um, yeah. And I have threatened. You want to like run around really fast, like where it's like fast yes. forwarded. And, yeah. 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 <laughs> I've heard chase me around. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> In a bikini. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe zombie Benny Hill chasing after you as well yeah. at one point, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> Apparently he died like he was, even though he was like a very rich man, he lived he never owned a house. He just rented apartments and he had like a phobia with money. So they found him dead with a bunch of uncashed checks worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars and stuff. And he sort ah. of just was very, very frugal and like would like walk places instead of like taking a bus or a taxi and stuff. And just like lived like a weirdo, a big weirdo. That's, that doesn't sound like a comedian from like the seventies. Yeah, like what the hell? Yeah, I, I like the uh, that's the next like Benny Hill TV post where it's like when when Benny Hill would have to cash a check on the show, he would do it no problem. But in his real life, they discovered him asleep with a bunch of uncashed checks around him. Uh. Have you seen the picture of uh, Benny Hill with Michael Jackson? Because Michael Jackson was a big fan. No, I would no. really like to see this picture though. Yeah, me too. Hold on, let me I'll put it here in the thing. Is it Michael Jackson dangling point. Benny Hill off a balcony? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my they god. Oh wow. Some of these pictures are really special. Like the like, one wow. where Ben Hill's got the cross arms and Michael Jackson is saluting. <laughs> I love that. That's great. That's really good. Wow, this rocks. Wow. Shout out Benny Hill. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. Both I am dead. kind of seeing now these pictures of Benny Hill with these sort of bikini clad ladies like you were sort of talking about, yeah. Mike. And I'm uh Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna need a little break from recording. <laughs> to jack off. Wait, to, have you never uh-huh. seen Benny Hill, John? No, I haven't really seen much Benny Hill. My grandpa was a huge fan. My grandpa was a big time Benny Hill fan, but I never, I never really got around to watching any, any of his work. Really. I've seen like, obviously I know his kind of general comedic style and I've seen clips, but I've never actually like sat down and watched yeah. some Benny Hill. I mean, you got to sit down, you got to focus. You have to make an evening of it. Um, see him uh, chasing. Uh, who was it? He was a, I think by all accounts, he was a, a gay man who his entire comedic persona was that he was a perverted, like peeping Tom straight guy who yeah. annoyed and harassed women. And they chased him around in like um, silent comedies that were very popular in the seventies for some reason. Very I think strange. That, I think that that's a, yeah, you know, and there are, to be clear, there are much worse things, you know, 1970s British comedians, <laughs> you know, we don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Uh, tell I, us, tell us more, Stefan. No, I I'll do my social media. Is that your now, social John. media update, Stefan? No, my social media update is, is your social I, media update about how you missed recording on Friday. Well, I did miss recording <laughs> on Friday, but I, Stefan, where I'm were sorry. you, please? Where I, were you, please? I, that you missed I went recording. To the, I went to the card show because I you bought, did. You, you knew did. I, you went to a trading card show yes, and missed recording. I, to be I, at I bought a card tickets show. for it like a month ago, and then it just yeah. Anyway, I I what was that? Did you buy any cards at the card show? No, I I submitted a bunch of cards to PSA to be graded because you could do it. In oh, person here's there, a little so. PSA. Don't miss recording. Well, look, that's the first one I've ever missed. I feel bad about it. <laughs> no, know? it is the first one you've ever yeah. missed. It is. It's, I, felt like I was I in could, tears. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry, Michael. It was honestly, I wasn't going to bring it up, but Michael reacted very violently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, missing the recording. So, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I punched yeah. the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. My hand. I'm sorry. My social media update is that I deleted my Twitter account. Um, because congratulations twitter is like really bad well the thing is i'm i'll have to like reactivate it every like month or so so that it doesn't get like taken because you have like 30 days to like it's just it's really stupid but i I just don't want some psycho to take it or whatever so i'll have to like re-log in every 30 days or so or whatever and then and then deactivate it again which is really annoying but yeah it's just like uh i wasn't posting on there and the website is really bad, like really, really bad now. So uh, it was kind of just. Did like, you ever get over the past few months? Did you get like, were you one of those big accounts that got like shadow banned or anything? Um, I feel like anyone who isn't paying for the blue check mark is to some extent getting shadow banned probably. But I didn't notice because like I said, I just wasn't posting anymore anyway. Um, but it, I, I think it wasn't even, it's not even shadow banned necessarily. It's just that there's no one using the website anymore. So there's just, you're, mm-hmm. you are just getting less likes and retweets because the people who would normally do that just aren't on there anymore. Right? Like I know so many people who, if they haven't deleted their account, they've like deleted Twitter off their phone and they're just like not using it anymore. Right? So it's just, it's yeah. the end of an era, but man, I can't believe how fucking bad he made the website. You know, it's really crazy. <laughs> I like, it's been just over a year. Right. And like, 
It's like unusable mm-hmm. now. It's insane. John still uses it every day though. So yeah, I I'm I'm one of the few sort of like it's kind of better around here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sort of like uh, yeah. Didn't like it before when it was full of sort of fun off yeah. the wall jokes, uh, people promoting their projects successfully. Yeah. I mean, the only thing uh, it's really useful you know, for now is sports stuff, and even then, it's like not as much. Anymore. Well, it's it's tough right now because you to get to the sports stuff, you need to see ten of the most horrific images you've ever seen yes. in your life. Any trending to topic. figure yeah. out that the Leafs have uh, you know demoted Ryan <laughs> Reeves uh, from the starting lineup and called up Bobby McMahon. <laughs> So it gets a little, it gets a little tough. Yeah, I'm just sticking with like the Vancouver Canucks like subreddit now because they'll just post the news directly. And that's healthy. And that's, I mean, it's better than Twitter, but. Which is crazy. That's crazy that you could buy a website and make it worse than Reddit. Yeah, substantially worse than Reddit. Substantially worse. Yeah. Yeah. Reddit is still usable, right? You know, it's definitely. Yeah. It's just the, the thing that drives me nuts about Twitter too is like someone could buy it and just change it immediately. And it would be good. It would be good again uh, within like a month. There's one thing that could fix it in one second. And I can't say what it is on here because you'll get mad at me. But I think you agree with what it is. And I'm sure I'm sure everyone. Why here, would I get mad talking at about you? Elon Musk himself? Yeah. Or something, you know, maybe something bad happening to him because someone else did something, so to speak. Oh, so right? you're saying someone should shoot him. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, yes. Why that, am I? Why would I get mad about that? I just thought maybe you would get mad about that. Because Jesse Why? gets mad when I say stuff like that on, on the stream where I'm like, oh, someone should kill this guy, you know? But Yeah, but Jesse has kids. Mm, that's true, I guess, yeah. So that's like the whole thing, you know? He just sees it through the prism I of think his you're right. I think you're right. kids' but yeah, eyes. I mean, that, I'm childless, baby. I don't give a shit. That is really what would... I mean, I, <laughs> I don't even know. But the problem is I don't think there would be this mass return of people to the website. I think it's just like... it's so fucked now right like even if he I was disagree. to sell it i think but... there would be a mass return yeah i think i, so. I would i, I guess if... i would cons- i would wait it out and see what it was like after the first sure. like, month or so but if yeah but I he's mean, never gonna sell it because if no, he sold he it now admit. it would be at like a it would be at like a 50 percent loss yeah. at least maybe more i again i think the thing that is i think what we have to hope for is that the saudi investors get really mad you know mm. And sort of, uh, you know, they just do, you know, they just sort of, you know, just kind of do what they do, do what they, they do, do, do your no, thing, get, baby. Yeah. Get, get it done. You know, you know what you have to do. Yeah. You know what you got to do. Yeah, baby. Anyway, what a, what a bad website it, it's, I didn't want to, but you know, it was John, just like, I don't all that out. Yeah. Um, you can, maybe the, the shooting part where you specific, but you know, some of that stuff I think is fine. All right. Anyway, I mean, what, whatever, you know, who cares? it also really might happen point. between then and, and who this even episode gives a out, shit. So. Anyway, at this point, John, what's you know going what I mean? on on your social media? Well, I did see a funny tweet this week. <laughs> <Okay>. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, yeah, uh, this is the thing. This is why it's hard to leave because st- sometimes there is just like a magical tweet, uh, you know, where it just, it's just like a fun yeah. little, it's just a fun little thing. This, this was, I laughed out loud at this for a solid minute, um, which was, it was really good. So th- there's an account called the Dua Lipa Gallery at Gallery of DL. Okay. Uh, you know, and uh, it's just a picture of Dua Lipa. It looks like she's at a gala or something. She's wearing a nice dress. Okay. And the Dua Lipa Gallery account wrote, just Dua Lipa. That's it. All right. 
And then most deaf at Snooze Active quote tweeted that and wrote Italian PE teacher explaining long jump. Okay. Can we now can we see the picture? <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Just Dua Lipa. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I got okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah, we can see the picture for but, uh, the people yeah, who are the watching the video. Yeah. 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 You want to get horned up to Dua Lipa, Stefan. You want to see the pic. It's a great picture. It is. Um, that is quite that is also quite funny. That's yeah. yeah. Just Dua Lipa, baby. Yeah. Uh yeah. It just one of those that popped across the timeline. I laughed a lot. Very stupid tweet, but but very funny. That's good. Yeah. 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 It's very nice. <laughs> I know Dan this loved also it in particular because this is how Dan talks. <laughs> Fuck you, John. <laughs> I'm, I'm re- I really am going to kick your ass. I see you. <laughs> Michael, are you Italian as well? Balazzo, is that's got to be Italian? It sounds Italian. I've all, I've all, my whole life I've been accused of being Italian. But it's actually, <laughs> it was like, it was a Hungarian name. My, oh, my okay. grandfather's last name was Balaz, B-A-L-A-S-Z or Z-S. And then right. when he came on his fateful journey to Canada, when he when they wrote down his name, they added an O to it, so everyone's always thought we're Italian. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because it definitely Balazzo. He's a Michael yes. Balazzo. People are yeah. hoping I would do an Italian of impression. Yeah, so, yeah. so there I so there I did it. <laughs> Just wait, motherfucker. <laughs> Dan, what, Dan, you can't. You're not gonna do anything. You're not going to do anything. You're lucky you live in Calgary. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, here we go. Now, now he's going to threaten. Right? Just like that. All right, I'm have to edit oh, that yeah, out. right. You don't say your last name. Anyway, it doesn't oh, yeah. matter. Whatever. It's out there. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will say it would be sick if your name was Daniele. Yeah. That's, like like a, that's a very badass first name in my well, opinion. It is then. That's my name now. Okay, sick. Hell yeah. Yeah. Speaking of new names, I don't know what that means. Let's move on to our block tale. (laughs) What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo! No longer can see the post. It's a block tale. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a block tale. Michael, the floor is yours. Gentlemen, thank you for having me here today. Um, so my, my blocked tale. You're welcome. It's sort of like I, I blocked someone by association and in the name of love. So um, the disgraced Irish comedy writer, Graham Linehan, uh, who has basically for the past few years spent like 24 hours a day, like just tweeting hate. Uh, is extremely transphobic. Um, he last summer, the past summer that just went by, spent like five days attacking my girlfriend, Suze Kempner. Oh my God. Uh, who's very like pro trans rights and will tweet about that and, and like argue with transphobes on Twitter and stuff. And, and there's a lot Kremlin of those in England, is my understanding. Oh, the whole goddamn island <laughs> is full of them. It's really insane. They're yeah. obsessed with it. Yeah. It's, truly demented and uh for some he caught wind of her doing this and started attacking her and like put his like sicked his weird fans on her and uh i i had known he was like demented but i had sort of ignored him but then i I blocked him but she got a lot of abuse from him and uh i'm realizing now as i'm saying this this isn't necessarily a funny story (laughs) that's okay that's okay Often they're often they're kind of dark, so yeah. that's that's okay. Yeah. Well, often it's like when we have 
um, femme guests on the show, generally, then it tends to be a little more uh, like that's when it tends to get dark because like guys will come on the yeah. show and just be like, uh, yes. yeah, you know, I told, uh, you know, I told Kinko's to suck my cock <laughs> and then they blocked yeah. me, you know. <laughs> And then women and fans well, come on the show and they're like, oh, I've had a very uh, tough uh, last year. Uh, I've been stalked by this weirdo in the comedy community. And you're like, oh, okay, well, that's much yeah. less fun. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we sort of, we don't get the worst of it. She gets a lot of awful abuse and he, he was being really crazy. He accused, so he called her a Vichy feminist, which is his way of saying that she's like a traitor to womankind yeah in some demented way but also she is a jewish woman and so to call someone a vichy anything yeah is such a loaded insane thing to do uh to say that you're a collaborator with the nazis basically yeah like, that's not good no it's not great yikes yeah. what do we know like what him. how did he get like uh like pilled in this because he was very respected wasn't he am i wrong in saying that yeah like he was his beloved he had it made in the shade. He get like yeah. a show probably made just by pitching it. He, he did Father like Ted. He did uh, the bookstore one. Um, Black books. Yeah. And the IT crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was, yeah. But I mean. Sketch show called Big Train. Like all stuff that was like. Yeah. I don't know funny. what specifically it was, it was, but it was. I think it just. It it wasn't just. It was just England. It just happened to. It was. The, all the islands over there and, you know, UK and. They're all, yeah, I can say though, I think it is specifically, there was an episode of the IT crowd that had a plot involving a, someone going on a date and not knowing the date was like a, a trans woman. Right. And it's it, in retrospect, it's like not great the way they handled it. And I think Matt Berry was in it and he has since said like, I apologize for this. I, I don't stand by this kind of, by this episode. Yeah. But I think Graham Linehan doubled down and was like, no. Right. I will never apologize. And he just kept doubling down further and further and further to the point that he ruined his life. Like his, he ruined his marriage. His wife left him. I think yeah. he's estranged from his kids and his career is toast. And he like complains all day that he's like running out of money. The father Ted musical was canceled because he's considered too toxic uh, and now he just does these weird right-wing comedy shows. Oh. He showed up in uh, in Edinburgh. I was there for the festival for a bit, and he was supposed to do a show, but the venue found out he was on the bill, and they canceled the show at the last minute. And so what he did is he stood on like a he stood on a box in front of like the Scottish Parliament buildings and did a comedy set, which was basically him crying. <laughs> oh. It's really it is really rough. I mean, it's yeah, I just. Yeah. Yeah. So do you you just you blocked him kind of out of solidarity or blocked him out of solidarity, which seems like the most like I don't know. You, there's nothing really you can do. It's like yeah. the least. Like it, it doesn't do anything, but it's I just don't want to see something. that guy. You just don't want to see those posts. Yeah. I mean that that makes yeah. sense. Oh, wow. I feel like this is yeah. maybe the first time we've talked about him on on the show, or, or I don't know. I feel yeah, like, I think it is. Which yeah. is surprising because I think a lot of people are blocked or have blocked him, but yeah, oh, just boy, really, I'm, just a I'm rough, looking at his Twitter right now. It's and not it good. I wouldn't even read good. anything off there, to be honest, because it's going to just be a lot of really bad Oof. stuff, but yeah. It is it's just a really... nonstop stream. Like He's obsessed yeah, uh, with really, this oh. one issue that I bet doesn't even affect his daily life. No. It's really in any way, shape or form. Well, that's the crazy. thing, right? It, that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. Like it 
just simply does not affect no, your life. Just like, how does it just, affect you? It's just not. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, this is really. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's not good. But hey, Michael, are you on? Are you on Blue Sky? Uh, I have an invite, but I haven't. You should. You should get uh, on there. It's it's, it's nice. I'm I'm enjoying it over there. Uh, because there yeah, aren't a lot of people blue- like that over there. So it's it's nice. It's a bit quieter, right. but it's it's a good time. Yeah. It we is like. A, uh, oh, sorry. I should do it. Oh, I was going to say like I, I should join Blue Sky, but also Gremlin is like like people like John Cleese or like different male comedians as they age some switch goes off in their head sometimes and they just go absolutely insane and that's like the fear of like i'm like thank god you know hope that doesn't ever happen and sometimes you see it happen to a friend and you're you're like they're you know they're lost now yeah it's like puberty for a comedian sort of but with bad opinions (laughs) instead of like your body well i think like i think a weird part of it for comics is that it's like many comedians sort of live in this state of like arrested development where, you know, a a lot of them just kind of start comedy really young and they don't necessarily ever have like, I guess a quote unquote regular job where they have to, you know, learn about getting along with other people or, you know, they exist in this weird space. And then I think what happens is weirdly enough, this is where they decide to start engaging with the world is like they haven't yeah. engaged with the world for like 20 years yeah. and then they start seeing this stuff fed to them online and then they're like oh i am like a smart individual citizen who is engaging with the world in a productive way but in their mind the productive way is yeah like being anti-trans or having weird opinions about uh you know geopolitics or whatever it happens to be but i think part of it is that like no i'm actually smart and i have like lots to say and that's also sort of egged on by this idea that like comedians have to be these glorified truth tellers and we're the only people whose opinion matters and it's like well if my opinion if i'm the only person whose opinion matters i guess i should start having an opinion yeah and then usually the opinion is yeah. not very nice <laughs> <laughs> okay well we've got a good listener block uh this week as well this one comes in from andrew and this is i think a nice counterpoint okay to the Graham one sort of a, a throwback uh if you will this is from 2013 andrew's block uh and andrew says uh in 2013 i was a junior in high school that like many others like to fuck around on twitter I had this brilliant idea based on something I had seen to tweet that I won the lottery and was giving away a thousand dollars to everyone that retweeted the treat, the tweet, which showed a screenshot of a PayPal account with a $33 million balance edited with the good old inspect element. (laughs) Of course it blew up bigger than I ever could have imagined peaking at 188,000 retweets. That's a lot for 2013. That's crazy. Being the little shit I was, I continued tweeting fake screenshots showing outgoing transfers saying I was, quote, in the process of paying people. Meanwhile, putting hidden messages in the images such as you're all sheep. I guess scammers made fake accounts of my profile and conned people out of money because at least one article appeared online saying I was a scam artist, which is sadly not true. Anyway, I'm sure I was blocked and muted many times along the way, but I really just wanted to share my classic OG Twitter story. They were a simpler, better time. Best, (laughs) Andrew. That's very good because you know what's funny now is that that's all Twitter is now is scams. Yes, exactly. But, but, but join my porn jokes, website, like, join my crypto. Yeah. yeah. 
it's all scam shit. Oh god! Uh, so we miss the old days of the yeah. sort of chain letter uh, nature of uh, of Twitter. Uh, if you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockedparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. Uh, if you want to donate to the show, it's patreon.com slash blockparty. $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. Last week, our good friend Adam Christie joined us for a Cull in the Herd episode where I talked about one of my blocks over on my curling Twitter. So that's always a fun time. <laughs> and uh, next week coming up, we've got uh, our good friend and fan favorite guest, Charlie Demers, is joining us for a mailbag episode. You won't want to miss that. Uh, so head on over to the Patreon. We also have ad-free episodes. If you're sick of listening to the ads at the start of the episodes, we've got that and exclusive Discord, merch discounts, all that good stuff. So you can check that out over on our Patreon. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Block Party Pod. You can follow us on Blue Sky and TikTok. Uh, sorry, on Blue Sky at Block Party, on TikTok at Block Party Pod. And if you want to see the video of this episode, uh, you can head on over to our YouTube, which is also just at Block Party. And if you like the show, please tell a friend. Michael, we are here at the end of the show. That means it's time for the top three. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Uno, Michael, what do you have for us, please? Top three. So this past week was Martin Scorsese's 81st birthday. I don't know if you saw any uh, any of the tweets or posts about this. People were celebrating Marty's birthday. Um, and so I was thinking in honor of him, of our, one of our greatest living filmmakers, I think we should talk about our top three Scorsese or MCU movies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, love that. Okay. Uh, Okay. Well, Michael, you want to kick us off with your number three, please. I'm going to say number three is King of Comedy. Uh, great performance from De Niro as Rupert Pupkin. It's great film. Jerry Lewis, very funny. And Sandra Bernhardt as well. Great, uh, great freaky movie. That's a great choice. Um, I'm really excited for John's here. Because I don't think, oh, yeah. he hasn't seen many Scorsese movies. And he also hasn't seen very many Marvel movies either. So I've seen less Marvel movies than I've seen Scorsese That's what I was going to say. I feel like, yeah, no, I think, that, I think that's the case. I'm going to go with one yeah. that I watched recently for the first time. And it's kind of stuck with me. And I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but The Color of Money. Uh, great movie the, right. uh, the the pool shark pool hustling movie Love paul it. newman tom cruise um a young uh forrest whitaker john Turturro's mm. in it as well mm-hmm. great cast i um, should watch that again when i was really into pool as a kid uh my i think my dad told me to watch it wow so hell i watched yeah. it a few times it's a great so fucking movie. seen it when i was a teenager it and, is just uh, i should watch it again i mean and also just like Paul Newman is just the best. Just like yeah, the most handsome so cool. man alive Amazing. to ever live. So cool basically. and hot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you've but, seen, you both have seen like The Hustler because like that was like The Color of Money was like the sequel, sequel to The Hustler. It was like a sequel yeah. like 40 years later. 25 years later or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I never watched yeah, yeah. The Hustler. I yeah. was like, oh, I was 1960. Well, I'm not watching yeah. it. I'm sure it's great too. Yeah. Yeah. Color of Money. <laughs> great. Great. Because movie. the actual Minnesota Fats is in it, right? In The Hustler. Is it the actual Minnesota Fats or it's someone who just plays him? I don't know. Actually. I think it's Jackie. Gleason, oh, Jack plays Gleason, yeah. yes, right, right, right. It's not yeah. Scorsese though. It's no, a different, it's someone. Yeah. It was someone else. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, got it. John? Okay, my uh, number three is uh, Blue Bumble. What's the new Marvel one? That's that came DC. Out? That's, that's not even Marvel. Even... That's DC. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> you stupid motherfucker. 
<laughs> what's it called? <laughs> what's the thing called? Blue. It's Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Blue Bumble. <laughs> blue Bumble is what happens when I'm tr- scrolling trying to find a wife. You know what I mean? Um, I uh, okay. Well, the bit failed. Uh, it's okay. My, it's, it's my okay. It's fine. Let me try. Okay, look, can I do another? Can I do another bit? Can we please, reset? The please bit? try another bit. Okay, yeah. my number three Martin Scorsese movie is Up. Because oh, uh, because the, the guy in Up looks like Martin Scorsese. <laughs> I, yeah, I right? can sort of so, see that. Yeah, right. so okay. it's kind of sort of based on his well, life we'll give you story. That. Disney I think. and Marvel, you know. So yeah, 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 it's all it's all kind of related. It's all the same shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Right. My number three Martin Scorsese movie. Uh, well, yeah. Which is... ones? I'm I'm shocked you've seen The Color of Money. So I'm interested to see what else you've seen. <sighs> Yeah, I'm just really trying to think of it now. Ah, oh, fuck. I got to look up a list here of okay. what his movies are. I you've think I've seen, seen You've seen Casino. You've told uh, me. That. I, I have seen Casino. Yeah. Okay, that's him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck? I don't even know what he directed. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, let me look here. Casino is uh, Casino's great. Okay. I like I've seen I I've seen one uh one Oh, he did Goodfellas also, which I watched. Yeah, what do you What? Okay, but I didn't anyway. like. But I didn't like Goodfellas. Okay, I just, um, just name something. Scorsese okay. did Goodfellas. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know. I know that. I'm. But I'm, I'm. That's. I'm looking at. People are going to be so now. mad at this. He oh did Goodfellas God. and Casino. Yes. What? Oh. Famously, but what? Casino's like way better though. Oh my. Okay. Um, okay so I'm going <laughs> to do number three. Okay, I know what I want my number one, but okay, but I didn't even like the number three one. Uh, that I would say probably That's, it's okay. You can also no, do Marvel. Okay, movie, okay, 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 okay. You've probably seen okay. the Avengers, right? Okay, okay, okay. No, I haven't seen the Avengers. Okay, I the only Marvel movies I've seen is the original Spider-Man one to three. Oh, Those wow. are the only okay. Marvel movies I've ever seen. And that's not even MCU. Tech- I mean, I guess it kind of is now because it's not. sort of been roped. Yeah, I'm. But yeah, okay. Number three. I will say, and I didn't even like it that much. But I'll go number three: The Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. All right. I mean, that's a good choice. It's a good good movie. It's not great. I wouldn't say it's great. Um, It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. But the scene where he says, I'm never fucking leaving is awesome. Okay, so, so you, you you sort of think you 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 like sided with with Leo's character? Oh, big time! Yeah. I was okay. like, this guy rules. This guy's really cool. This yeah. guy's cool as shit. You <laughs> yeah. know, because I, I also famously have a big boat. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and uh, and I do a lot of lewds. Yeah, that's what that's what we yeah. call quaaludes. I mean, that scene is incredible. Also, yeah, so. it's uh, like I thought Wolf of Wall Street was okay. Too long. Uh, okay. some scenes probably didn't matter that much, but okay. it was fine. All right. You know what I mean? Okay. Anyway, Michael, you're Michael, number, two. number two. My number two of my top three Scorsese or MCU films would be, um, I just learned he directed it. Goodfellas starring Robert <laughs> De Niro, <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe Pesci, um, Ray Liotta, Lorraine Bracco. What a classic, one of the best gangster films. Did but you also, actually just okay. learn that he directed it? No, no you didn't. There's no, 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 no. You're no, smart. I, I, no. I, I, Have I you seen all of his movies, Michael? No, I haven't seen um, like The Aviator. I haven't seen After Hours, and I haven't seen After Hours is uh, really cool. Gangs of New York. Oh, oh, I, Gang, I need to Gangs of New York is very good too. After have Hours, you seen I, wa- Box I watched Car Bertha. <laughs> I haven't seen Box that. Was that his Bertha. first one or that's yeah. his second oh, no, one? American romantic crime yeah. drama. Yeah, who's that knocking mm-hmm. on my door? Number one, Box Car Bertha. Number two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, Goodfellas. You can't go wrong with that. My my number you two. You can though, in okay. in a very real way, you can go wrong with it by watching it. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> number kidding. two for it me. It wasn't that bad. Recency <laughs> bias, maybe, but um, Killers of the Flower Moon is fucking incredible. It's yeah, it was so that. good. Holy shit! Uh, now that's another mm-hmm. quite 
long movie. It's like three and a half hours long. Too long. But too long. It, no it, movie it, needs to be The pacing is really good. It does not feel like it's three yes. and a half hours. I guarantee you, if I'm not. sitting there, I, it will feel like three. And John, a half it's hours incredible. To me. It's one of the best movies. Uh, it's really fucking good, and like it really sits with you after as well. And it's just yeah, uh, perfectly made. It's yeah, very depressing also, but really good. Susan, I saw it in London, and because yeah. England has trouble with heating and plumbing. We saw it in a the most freezing cold movie theater I've no. ever been in in my life for four hours, including the trailers. Oh. And it was like you could see your breath in the goddamn yeah. movie Whoa. theater. Uh, sorted out England. Turn on the heat. We saw it in a casino movie theater because we were in Vegas for TwitchCon. And there was like no one else in the hey. theater. It was like a 200-seater theater. There were like three other people in there. And it was also quite cold because they had like air conditioning on. So we're freezing cold <laughs> the entire time too, but... It was an interesting experience because you get out at like one thirty in the morning and then you're walking through this horrifying casino <laughs> after this <laughs> this movie that sort of like rails against like capitalism and just like America as a whole. And then you're walking <laughs> through this casino after. So that felt weird. But it's a really good movie. Uh, and that's my number two. John. Speaking of turning up the heat, my number two Martin Scorsese movie is Heat. Oh my God. Uh, absolutely. I uh, thought it was great. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, first of all, I know that's directed yeah. by Michael Mann. And, and second Heat of does all, rock. It is a great I movie. have never seen it. Oh, what? Um, okay. You should watch Heat. Heat is really good. <laughs> no, I won't. Um, okay. My number two Martin Do you Scorsese. Not like movies? Slash, he does. No, no, he does not. My number two Martin Scorsese slash MCU movie. Yeah is casino okay uh i'm i i will say casino is great i think it's i think it's cool as shit yeah i just like casinos better than i like new jersey sure. which is why i think casinos is better than yeah Goodfellas. casino also has some like really brutal scenes in it too it does and i don't watch those the, parts the head uh, in the vice is really bad obviously yeah joe pesci at the end getting yeah beaten the to hammering death of, of the uh, baseball bats yeah it's There's not no good, good but i I, I didn't I haven't seen it in quite a while, but I did actually I did like it when I saw it. And and to be fair, I would have had the color of money on my list, but you already had it. So I'll yeah. just say you can have that's it. That's fine. It's okay. No, it's fine. Yeah. I'll switch it up. Yeah. It was honestly very close for me between Casino and Spider Man two. Uh but I yes. did but I thought <laughs> no, that's you know, fine. Yeah. Just to go casino. I'll say this about uh, casino as well, and it's you don't want to give this guy credit, but James Woods as like a greasy pimp is so good in it. He's like incredible. He's very good. But obviously yeah. he's like such a huge psycho piece of shit. Yeah. But greasy plays, pimp like, was also my stage name when I experimented with rap in yeah. high school. Oh my God. Okay. The greasy pimp. So that's, that's uh, your, that's your number two. That's my number Michael, two. Michael, number your number one. My number one of my top three Scorsese or MCU movies would be Iron Man two. <laughs> okay. Actually, <laughs> is that the one with, uh, is that the one with Mickey Rourke? Uh, I just looked up the cast because I don't. I think I saw it, but I forget. I think it uh, is. Mickey Rourke is in it. He's like an electric and guy. He's got like Scarlett electric Johansson. whips. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And of course, who could forget that hilarious cameo from Stan Lee? Oh, and I think that one has an Elon Musk cameo too. I want to say. Oh. I know cool. one of the Iron Man movies has an Elon Musk cameo, and I think it's that one. Um, which he presents incredible. Iron Man with like I might this gadget, and he hands him this thing that explodes, and <laughs> yeah. then. Uh, <laughs> yeah he kills iron man oh boy um well he look. buys stark industries and then runs it into the ground <laughs> <laughs> uh um my number one i mean look it's a classic uh it's a movie it's it's one of the movies that i watched i think pretty much once a year but goodfellas it's just so good it's just a perfect movie i mean no I, okay whatever fuck you but it's just so good 
It's not everything a perfect about it. movie. It Come absolutely on. qualifies as a perfect movie. You saying that is more offensive Ever to me than the Italian stuff. <laughs> 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 it qualifies as a perfect movie, I think. Goodfellas okay. is my number one. Yeah. Um, so just to say, I have seen parts of Taxi Driver <laughs> okay. and Raging Bull. Just just because you're wondering like what Scorsese movies I've seen. I haven't seen the full either one of those. But I've seen. If parts you added of, the parts you've seen, would you have one full movie? If it's like half no, of Taxi no, Driver, half not. Bridge no, Bull? no, we're talking okay. like twenty minutes of Taxi Driver, maybe fifteen of Raging Bull. But <laughs> I will say, so those that's the that's the full list of Scorsese movies I've seen. However, it, it would be so funny if um, uh, what's the Tibetan one? Kundun. Uh, if that was your favorite movie that would be such an incredible twist yeah i should have done that to be honest with you uh i am a pretty big tenzin gyatso head but um no (laughs) the the only other movie on the scorsese list i have seen all of and i do think is a good movie and i should rewatch it because it is very good yeah is number one the departed sure yeah Uh, i i love the departed have you seen the original the movie that it's based off infernal affairs why would i see as well because it's also very good and is it like is it like a japanese or korean one or something i want to say let's see i think it's it's, hong kong it's hong kong i think yeah okay i see um and yeah it's it's really really good um yeah i won't be be seeing that but i will probably rewatch the departed yeah as they say hey the departed um yeah good good movie i remember it being good and uh i love the cops any movie with a lot of good uh, stuff in there good performance from mark Wahlberg is a good movie i think you know he's he's quite good Mm -hmm. in it as like a psycho i fully agree um you know when you think of the great mark Wahlberg performances you know sniper uh (laughs) transformers yeah yeah ted yeah ted uh, too the the other guys i mean the other guys 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 legitimately rocks the other guys is kind of sick the other guys is actually a very (laughs) becca and i rewatched it no it's Uh, a great movie that movie is really funny it's quite good yeah yeah yeah. What are some other good Mar- uh, Mark Wahlberg things? Well, I mean, Boogie uh, Nights is obviously an incredible oh, movie as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's decent in that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> anyway, Michael, thank you Great for this top, top three. three, and thank you for appearing on the episode. Always thank a you. pleasure to have you on the show. Before we go, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, no. Oh, wait a second. Yes, there is something. <laughs> I just released my sophomore stand-up comedy album entitled Michael One Comedy Zero. It's available on all the usual streaming platforms and um i'd love you to listen to it give it a chance it'll put a smile on your damn face beautiful there All you right. go and and where can people follow you mike on twitter or instagram i am at m balazzo m b a l a z o beautiful and evil men tell us a little bit about what's going on on evil men right now Evil Man, oh, we're just hitting new heights with every episode. It's a uh, podcast I do with comedians Chris Locke and James Hartnett. Both who former I think guests. appeared without me a few, yeah, a few months yep. ago because yep. I was unavailable. And uh, every week, oh, we invented this format with the first to think of it where we look at a different bad uh, character from history and then we joke about them and then we rate them at the end of the episode. And uh, we have all sorts of guests and uh, fun times and laughs. I will say... I know for a fact that we have converted some blocked party listeners to evil men listeners. And so if you are listening to the show right now and you're like, I've been dying for another podcast, it does seem 
like evil men very much, uh, is in the same zone as BP. If you like our show, you will absolutely like evil men. It's very funny. It's one of the very so, few podcasts that I also listen to. Yeah. It's very good. Well, there oh. you go. So producer Dan, it's got the producer there Dan wow. recommendation. There you go. And, uh, <laughs> what more could you want? Cause producer Dan does not often recommend things on no. this show. I listen to like three so. podcasts and two of them are the ones <laughs> I work for. So, <laughs> well thank you well, producer dan it means a lot well there you go so check out evil men get michael's album michael one comedy zero uh again you can follow us on twitter instagram and tiktok at block party pod on blue sky and youtube at block party you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party and we'll see you back here next week goodbye goodbye